Voice of St. Louis original podcast. A lot of people out across the St. Louis area today. A lot of news happening as well. And we've got everything you need to know in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Thursday, December 21st. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. This just in. Another detainee attacked at the St. Louis City Justice Center. There are questions about the city's response. It was paramedics who decided to call police to the scene of the assault, not correction staff. The detainee was bitten on his left ear, right shoulder, and right underarm overnight. Correction staff found him being restrained by the detainee who allegedly attacked him, who had bite marks on his groin and a missing tooth. Both were on jail on suspicion of domestic assault and other charges. Now, the latest from Missouri's capital. The anti-Semitism, the, the racism, uh, we won't stand for it as a caucus, and uh, we won't stand for it as a party. That's why a member of leadership says the Missouri House Democratic Caucus decided to expel State Rep Sarah Unsicker of Shrewsbury, whose accusations included that former State Auditor Tom Schweik might not have killed himself, and that her Jewish political opponent is actually an agent of Israel. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft says there is no validity to that second claim. Minority Whip Ashley Awney explains what expulsion means for Unsicker. Her seat on the floor will be changed. Um, her office in the building will be changed, so it will not uh, no longer be within the block of Democrats. Um, where it currently is. In a blog post, Unsicker lists Missouri Democrats who've been convicted of crimes in the last decade and says, quote, if I had known how much criminality there was within our party, I probably wouldn't have run for office. The Speaker of the Missouri House has resisted calls to resign over ethics violations, but his taking up space may rankle colleagues more. That's because the Missouri Capitol is very cramped, yet Dean Plocker of De Pere booted a lawmaker out of his office so he could convert it into a room for liquor and beer, complete with custom cabinetry for a fridge and ice maker plus $29,000 of new furniture. Altogether, Plocker spent 60 grand of public funds on the liquor room and sprucing up his office. The House Ethics Committee has already asked him to pay back money for travel he shouldn't have billed the state for. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. One of the St. Louis region's largest urgent care chains has reached a multi-million dollar settlement with the federal government. KMOX's Megan Lynch has that story. Total Access Urgent Care was accused by federal prosecutors of submitting false claims for medical services, including COVID testing. The U.S. Attorney's Office alleges the company submitted claims to Medicare and TRICARE for physician visits when non-physician practitioners had handled patient care. Investigators claim that allowed Total Access to bill at a higher rate. The company did not admit liability in the settlement, but has agreed to pay $9.1 million to settle the allegations. Nearly 12000 500 grams of fentanyl seized by the Missouri State Highway Patrol this year. Master Sergeant Darren Hoslug of the Division of Drug and Crime Control says that's enough to do everyone in. We've got more fentanyl seized this year in the patrol than it would take to kill the entire population of Missouri. That's because just two milligrams of fentanyl are enough to cause an overdose death. Hoslug says addictions to opioids are a driving demand for fentanyl in Missouri. But they can't get their hands on those. Um, and so dealers have learned what they're doing is pressing pills and putting small amounts of fentanyl in it to mimic a high that you'd get from one of the opioids. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. MSD is responding to a wastewater sewer overflow near Rock Island Road in Maryland Heights. The utility says crews identified the blocked pipe yesterday and found rags and other materials that shouldn't have been in the sewers. Now those workers are using pumps and vacuum trucks to clean up the wastewater from the area. There are warning signs posted. Avoid contact with Fifi Creek. Fewer flyers will hit Lambert St. Louis International Airport during Christmas compared to Thanksgiving, but airport spokesperson Roger Lotz says it will be busy enough to feel rushed. A lot of times, the worst thing you can do for yourself is get into a rushing situation during your travel plans, 
and sometimes, you know, that's when things go awry. Hitting the road for Christmas, AAA says this will be the second busiest year-end travel reporting period ever. Spokesperson Nick Chabaria says making sure your vehicle is in tip-top shape is about safety and saving money. Uh, people don't, you know, realize that underinflated tires, how much of an impact that can have on fuel economy. So if you're talking about wanting to save money, uh, make sure your tires are properly inflated. The Missouri average is 271 a gallon right now. There's a lot more people out shopping. That's what we found at area shopping centers today, including at Belleville Crossing. How has the shopping experience been this year compared to last year? Well, it's a little busier than last year. More people are out. I think more people did it online last year. And more people come to the store this year. So I'm enjoying it. It's like old times again. But the economy is apparently having an impact on people's lists. So instead of getting 10 presents, they only get about six this year. (laughs) Many tell us that while buying online might be more convenient, they prefer to go to the store, see the items, and be around people. The KMOX business desk, the St. Louis Blues telecasts will stay put for the rest of the season, but then they'll be on the move. Diamond Sports Group, the parent company of Bally Sports Midwest, has reached a deal with the NHL in bankruptcy court. It means the Blues and 10 other teams will remain on Bally for the rest of this season, but then local rights revert back to the NHL before next season. The league says it is, quote, comfortable with the resolution. As we continue on KMOX, State Representative Sarah Unsicker of Shrewsbury expelled from the House Democratic Caucus amid concern of allegations of racism and anti-Semitism and her association with conspiracy theorists. Minority Whip Ashley Awney explains uh, how this went down, starting with what State House Democrats had to consider about this. Right. Well, you know, we have had uh, several complaints um, to leadership over the past several weeks um, regarding this uh, growing concern over not just uh, Representative Unsecured Associations, um, but her allegations against former members of the caucus, uh, former statewide uh, elected officials, um, her current political or I should say former political opponent before she dropped out of the race. Um, and, um, you know, some other things that were said. And so um, it was incumbent upon the leadership team to digest that information, uh, listen to all sides, and determine whether or not we wanted to bring it to the caucus. Um, And ultimately, that's what we chose to do. And over the course of this, as this has been developing, how did you decide that now was the moment uh, to have this vote and uh, that things had just uh, gone too far and that it was time for expulsion? was more about following the process um, that our bylaws outline. Um, We have had um, complaints um, for the past several weeks, and like I said, we've just been trying to go through the process as a leadership team, um, you know, make sure we heard from everybody, including Representative Unsicker um, and the folks who made the complaints, um, and and go through that process um, per our bylaws. What about the, the views um, that whether she's talked about them or the, the people she's promoted on social media, what about the views and the ideas uh, that were expressed uh, was, was especially egregious? You know, um, some of the things that were most egregious to our caucus members included um, allegations um, around the death of our former, former caucus mate, uh, Cora Faith Walker, as well as former, um, I believe, uh, state auditor uh, Tom Schweik um, uh, regarding whether or not his death was actually a suicide. Um, That was uh, pretty wild to us, Um, as well as, you know, her association with someone who was highly involved in trying to 
um, publicly victim blame Michael Brown um, in the wake of um, the Ferguson riots and um, everything that was going on in St. Louis. So um, those were things that really hit home for us. But beyond that, I mean, the the blatant anti-Semitism, um, the uh, referring to her political opponent, who is Jewish, um, and members of his family as being um agents of the Israeli military and other things, um, you know, it, it's unfortunate that it devolved so quickly um, and so far. Um, but these are all incredibly um, concerning viewpoints to hold to a spouse and to continue to um, give a platform to. So what does this mean uh, to be expelled from the House Democratic Caucus? Uh, what does that mean in terms of she had already been removed from committees? Uh, but if, for instance, uh, running for uh, re-election or election in the future, will she be able to say she's a Democrat and have a, a D next to her name on the ballot? And what are the other practical impacts of this? Right. Well, in terms of the practical impacts um, right in front of us, uh, yes, she was already removed from committees. Um, she will no longer be um, able to caucus with our party, meaning she will not be privy to caucus, um, uh, confidential caucus information, strategy, anything like that. Um, her seat on the floor will be changed. Um, her office in the building will be changed, so it will not uh, no longer be within the block of Democrats um, where it currently is. Um, and, and those are kind of the um, near-term implications. Um, I can't speak for the party whether or not they would take a filing fee from her in the future um, for another um, race. I can tell you she's termed out of the Missouri House right now, and I do not believe she has any um, plans on on running for a legislative position in the near future, but um, I I really can't speak beyond that. She did say in in, in a statement last week, I believe, that she will be announcing um, her political plans in January, so we'll see. Does this have any impact on uh, the Democrats standing in the House, uh, you know, the, the numbers you have versus the Republicans and, and how that plays out? You know, those numbers um, are really only coming to play um, on those tough issues where folks are really trying to get um, pieces of legislation over the finish line or an emergency clause um, passed. You know, we we don't always vote as a block. Uh, the Democratic Party is not a monolith, and sometimes there are policy disagreements within our own party. So, uh, you know, it, it may affect um, certain things. I, I cannot speak to how she will vote uh, this coming up session. And, um, you know, that's really all I can say about that. I can't tell you the future. This um, stands out to me. It says Representative Unsicker is free to choose her associations, uh, but the caucus enjoys that same freedom. Absolutely. And I think that that, um, really says it all. Um, I signed off on that statement as a member of leadership, and I I stand by it. I believe that it's uh, incumbent upon us to, um, you know, as members of leadership to protect our our caucus and protect our members. Um, And um, I think that that this unfortunate step is is just something we had to do to make sure that um, our caucus, our members, um, and the folks who support us in our districts um, felt safe and heard and um, understand that and we we won't stand for um, hateful rhetoric like that. Um, the anti-Semitism, the, the racism, uh, we won't stand for it as a caucus, and uh, we won't stand for it as a party. State Representative Minority Whip Ashley Awney, thank you so much for uh, getting us up to speed and uh, explaining uh, the reasons why uh, this decision was made. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe and stay up to date. Search for St. Louis All Local on your podcast app.